And welcome back to Inside the Locker Room with your favorite Patrick Pryor and JT Palace. Uh, unfortunately, we are missing a poor soul today. Our friend Joe is currently out there working during the coronavirus, providing people uh, their needs at grocery stores. So shout out to him. Um, we love but, you, Joe. <laughs> yep. So it's just me and JT today. JT, how you doing? Not going to lie, this quarantine's driving me crazy, So, but it's nice to be talking to uh, somebody. Same, same. My parents, so. Especially with nice. all this going on. We, we got a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. Yes, because one sport thing actually did happen recently. Yeah. Yeah, marble racing. No. <laughs> marble, is, yes, I'm missing that for this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I don't remember what day of the week it was, but free agency did start. I think it was either Monday was the legal tampering period, and that's where most of these deals went down. Uh, some of them are good out in the later days, especially the one we'll get to last, which is the one I'm going to cry about. But, yeah, let's hop right in. Um we're going to go kind of, you know, the, the smaller transactions, I think, to the bigger ones. I guess I shall begin one of the smaller transactions, but uh, was supposed to be big uh, last year. Melvin Gordon was holding out a Chargers training camp. He wanted a lot. They weren't offering him what he wanted. Uh, there was talks of over $10 million a year, I believe, and he just kept saying, no, no, no. He wanted more guaranteed. He wanted more years. Uh, he didn't want to be challenged by Austin Eckler. So he went into this offseason expecting big, and he he failed miserably. That's about it. Uh, he got a $16, $16 million contract for two years uh, with the Denver Broncos division rival. I like the move for him because he got what he thinks he deserved. Uh, I don't like the move for Denver. In all honesty, you're paying a guy who got 612 yards last year, albeit in 12 games, 612 yards? I mean, congrats. You just paid $8 million a year for this guy. Uh, he's this, he's only started one 16-game season. Everything else has been 13 or under. He's only gotten 1,000 yards once. Past, he, he's a TD guy. He's got 10-8, 10-8 TDs. Uh, one time he, he rushed for 184 times and score. I, I don't like the move for the Broncos. What do you think, JT? Well, the biggest question I have is, like, why Denver would sign him when they already have Phil Lindsay, who is clearly, like, going to be their number one back next year. So I don't really understand why you would go and spend money on the running back when you could have spent it somewhere else. Exactly. I just – I mean, yeah, you're creating a powerful one-two punch, I think, is what uh is what Ian Rappaport said in his tweet, or Adam Schefter, not sure which one broke it. But in the past two seasons, uh, Lindsay has started 24, 24 games. He's played in 31 He's got 2048 yards and 16 touchdowns. He's outperforming Melvin Gordon in every stat. Lindsey averages 4.9 yards a carry. That is insane. He averaged 4.5 with 224 rushes. That's, that, that's just insane. <laughs> Melvin Gordon's out here. Last year he averaged 3.8. His career averages, averages 4.0. Wait, and you're, and you're going to pay this guy $8 million. And running backs don't usually get paid a lot. They don't. Is who's the biggest? I assume it's Zeke. Yeah, I think he's the highest. He's got to he's got to be the highest. If we go to over the cap, has Zeke Elliott at fifteen million dollars a year. Melvin Gordon is behind Kenyon Drake, Derrick Henry, David Johnson, and Le'Veon Bell and Ezekiel Elliott. Why is he that high? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are they doing? And uh, he's twenty seven. He's not young. You know, he's yeah. not going to be around for ten years. Yeah, especially I, for a running back, that's the uh, that's when you start to go down. 
yeah, I don't like this move. I mean, he, he could have three or four more dominant years, but with Philip Lindsay's there, he's just not going to. I mean, I guess what they're trying to do is, like you said, the one-two punch. It just kind of seems like ever since, like, the Saints had that year where they had Kamara and Ingram, everybody's trying to emulate that. I guess so, but I don't. they weren't paying Kamara a lot, and Philip no, Lindsay's going to be the number – going to want to be the number one and going to want to be paid number one money, and $13.5 million of this contract's guaranteed. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to create tension between those two because, like, they're going to – one's going to be like, I deserve the ball more. Now give me the ball more. So that's never a good thing when you have teammates yeah. arguing. Yeah. I mean, it's what happened with Austin Eckler, and he he proved himself over and over again. Absolutely. So, I don't like this move. He had, like, 300 yards. That was ridiculous. So, if I have to grade this move, you get a good one-two punch. You pay way too much. D minus C plus. All right, I can live with that. All right, what do you have for us? All right, so the next move is, it's a big name move, but it's not really a big move itself because it's kind of a move everybody saw coming, which is Phillip Rivers to the Indianapolis Colts for one year worth roughly $25 million. It's just a weird move. Yeah, that is. So now $25 million for Phillip Rivers. Uh, it's kind <laughs> of, I mean, I don't want to ride this guy off because, like, he's had a great career. Like, don't get me wrong. The guy's mm-hmm. a warrior and stuff. For sure. But, yeah. But the problem is he's coming off his lowest touchdown season this past season he threw 23 which is the lowest he's thrown in a season since 2007 and he also threw 20 touchdowns i mean interceptions my bad which is the most he's thrown in also eight years so if that's not a sign of regression i'm not sure what is so mm-hmm. and also with the colts i mean i understand obviously last year jacoby Brissett was was obviously not the answer for them as it showed he had some flaws and whatnot but at the same time, the guy didn't do incredibly bad where he had to find a replacement right away. Yeah, I mean, he threw 18 touchdowns and six interceptions. That's actually a better uh, ratio than Rivers had. Far better, year. yeah. So. <laughs> it's, it's a one-to-three. Rivers is nearly a one-to-one. I mean, it's just. Yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, also, I guess also what they're thinking is like that they can you know, if they just have that QB, they can they can do good because of the whole because they thought that they were going to do good with Andrew Luck, but of course, you know, he he retires surprisingly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like they're not like a quarterback away from winning. Like you're not going to like me for this reference because it's the team that beat your beloved Patriots. But like the 2010 Jets were literally a quarterback away from. <laughs> they, yeah. But they, yeah, but they were literally a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. If Dirty Sanchez was not the QB and they had, like, just a decent QB, they would have won the Super Bowl that year, but of course not. But anyway, like, that team had great everything except the QB. I don't see the Colts – they don't have, like, the number one defense, a number one offensive line, and a number one running game. Okay, maybe they – okay, they do have a better running game now to DeForest Buckner, but it's not like – you know, it's not mm-hmm. an amazing team where, like, Rivers is going to take you over the top. So, like, I don't really understand, like, from this perspective, what exactly, like, they think they're going to accomplish out of this. Yeah, this move is not going to beat the Chiefs. I don't think any of the moves that they did this offseason are going to beat the Chiefs. Um, yeah. I, I want to point out, guess how many quarterbacks the Colts have under contract for 2021? Uh, I'm going to guess four. I'm actually, actually don't know the number. Zero. They got, they got none. Rivers oh. and, and Jacoby's contracts both end. This year, it's Rivers oh. is going to play them to a mediocre record, and he's going to get them a mediocre draft pick. 
I don't know what this move was supposed to accomplish. Either you can go ahead and tank with Hoyer or something, who they released today. Uh, uh, he, got, he actually got signed, I saw. By New England, of course. What else? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. instead, you're going you're gonna to have your guy lead you to a mediocre record and just do poorly with a draft pick. Uh, yeah, uh, so I'm not entirely sure. And also, if you're you're one of those people listening that are like, well, you got to look at the QB rating. He had an 88.5 rating this year, which, by the way, is the lowest he's had in 10 years. So yeah, and Jacoby Brissett had an 88.0. So it's not like it, a huge difference. <laughs> and I don't know how much they owe Jacoby Brissett this year, uh, but he's definitely cheaper. Yeah, and it's like. But like, and also like, he's a young guy, a year under that offensive system. Like, he's gonna know the system better next year. And like, because what the friggin' head coach of the Colts, uh, Coach Rivers, when he was in the Chargers, I don't know the guy's name. I just know he was a coach of them. But I guess that's what people think. Like, he, he's gonna be good because of that. For some reason, people don't like to say it, and I have an issue with it. Philip Rivers had a top five uh, running back of all time and a top ten five running back. A tight end of all time in Antonio Gates and one Damian Tomlinson. He never even got to a Super Bowl. Like, well, I mean, that's arguable because he broke his leg the one year when they lost yeah, to the Patriots. Yeah, obviously that's unfortunate, but I mean, it's not like he had a one year window. He had these greats. Oh, yeah, no. And he, he had, did yeah, nothing he did, he had with a them. Yeah, yeah so. Just, yeah. But they're like, they're going to pay him $25 million, and I just don't get that. Yeah. But actually, you know what's honestly surprising? The most touchdowns he's thrown in a year with those guys is 34. Yeah, that's. I mean, 34 is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, yeah, but, I'm looking at the stats. He led the league that year. Yeah, but, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, but still, like, with those offensive weapons, like... You gotta do something with it, and he never did. Yeah, and I think that was the year they lost to the Patriots. Uh, yeah. That is. yeah. I think, so, think Daniel Tomlinson was injured yeah. in the end. But, well, uh, he, he broke the record for most um, touchdowns in a season with the Chargers one year, I remember. Yeah, he was insane. And, yeah, and even that year, he Rivers couldn't get them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I mean, I, I know it's not all around the quarterback, but come on, you got those guys. You got to do something with it, even with a bad defense. I, I know, and the defense wasn't terrible. They had yeah. Antonio Cromartie in his prime for a while. Yeah, and so. I, I mean, I don't know if I'd consider him having a prime, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, Jacoby Brissett's slated to make fifteen million dollars a year. So they're paying one quarterback 25 and one quarterback 15. Hmm. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, I think also just real quick, it's I think the uh, Colts are just like after the whole thing with Andrew Luck, they're just like thinking they got to fix this QB situation right away. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sh- – I don't really think Rivers is the answer, but because this is a one-year deal, I'll be generous to give it a C-minus or a D-plus because it's a one-year deal. If this was like a two- or three-year deal, it's getting a D-minus, but it's a I one-year don't, deal. I just don't like that they're paying Jacoby $15 million, nearly 16 I mean, come on. It's, it's a $20 million cap hit here, and you're still going to go out and pay Rivers $25 million? What are you doing? That's $55 million on quarterbacks for one year. I know, and it's like you could use it anywhere else, but – Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it pans out this year. Who knows? I don't know, man. For now, it's a, for now, it's a D for me. See you on. Yeah, I'd have to give it a flat D. No, no plus. Uh, All right. So, so my next guy is a a move that is meh. It's uh, Todd Gurley cut from the Rams. Uh, good for him. He's he's I believe he's still owed seven and a half million dollars from L.A. So he'll still uh, earn that. Yeah. That's um. Correct. 
poor Rams fans, man. They had the dominant everything about two years ago, and uh, now they're yep. out here cutting Todd Gurley and calling for uh, Stephon Diggs to be traded. Rough. But Stephon Diggs. they're only paying him $6 million for a year. So that's – I know he, he was diagnosed with arthritis, I believe. It's a shame what, what injuries have done to him. He didn't play bad. No, he didn't. Last year in 15 games, he had 857 yards. You'd love him to get to 1,000. But again, he was injured. I went off on Melvin Gordon for not having 1,000. Melvin Gordon had different issues, didn't do much yeah. in the offseason. Yeah, his was more personal instead of injury. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, they cut Devontae Freeman and then did this move. Devontae Freeman, uh, he had 14 games last year, 656 yards. He had 46 yards a game. Todd Gurley had 57. Um, I don't expect these guys to get 80. I mean, two years ago in 2018, Gurley had uh, 90 yards a game. year before that, 87. He's been injured this year. I don't expect him to get to that. I don't know if he'll get to that again, ever again. But with 16 games, he could get to get to 1,000 yards. I don't think he could struggle with that. He'll get to 10 touchdowns. And this went to offense. If they start, who was it? If they start, uh, Waquan Treadwell. If they start him, they have 11 first-round picks starting on offense. Be awesome. Uh, just, just history being made right there. But, yeah, uh, that would be cool. Um, is much more of a weapon than Freeman. In his years, Demonte Freeman's had uh, 32 touchdowns since 2015. In one less year since 2015, I'm sorry, Demonte Freeman, 2014, 32 touchdowns. It, since 2015, Todd Gurley's had 58. Atlanta struggled last year all around. Um, I know they had a lot of defensive struggles, a lot of injury struggles these past few years. But if they can provide a weapon like this and get 10 touchdowns, it's insane. Yeah, uh, that would be insane. In 2017, Melvin Gore, or so sorry, so many running backs. Devontae Freeman scored f- seven <laughs> touchdowns in uh, 14 games. In 2018. Todd Gurley only played in 14 games. He led the league with touchdowns with 17. He's so much more of a weapon. Uh, yards per attempt is 4.3 for Gurley, 4.2 for Freeman. It's not that much of a difference, but just how they can weaponize Gurley into a touchdown machine. Yeah. Uh, they can be a lot better. And, I mean, listen, I'm not too sure about uh, Atlanta's offensive te- line situation. I know they have five first-round picks, and Alex Mack is nothing to sneeze at, but he had Andrew Whitworth to run behind and everything like that. I think he can still be a weapon here, and for $6 million a year, that's a steal, in my opinion. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Devontae Freeman, I think he was going to be paid... Uh, or Last year, he was paid for salary 30... Three million seven hundred fifty thousand. I think it must have still been on his rookie contract, but he was released this year. He had a fifteen million dollars signing bonus in 2017, so that's where he earned most of his money. So they're getting this guy for six million, and he's getting seven point five million dollars from LA. Win win, and obviously lost for LA. Uh, sorry yeah. to Rams fans. I don't know what to say. I mean that that move just sucks. But uh, yeah, so I I I grade it. Because he has some injury concerns, I'm going to grade it a B. But otherwise, yeah. I, I really like the move, and I really like the match. You know, it's, yeah, it's 
I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it's the best move of the offseason, but it's definitely a pretty good move because he's also 25. He's not, so he still has some left in the tank for him. Oh, for sure. And and he's got experience at 25. That he's too. been playing for, I think, yeah, five seasons, so he must have come out at about 20. So that's pretty darn good for him. Yeah, he's got a lot of experience already. So hopefully his injury concerns can go away and he'll be uh, killing it. Yeah, but that's the biggest problem, though, because that run that the – because a lot of people I know, when the Rams had that run of the Super Bowl a couple years ago, I know a couple people that say he didn't get hurt during those playoffs. Like, they could have found a way to score more than three points in the Super Bowl. I don't know if they would have won it, but it definitely – like, they would have had a much better chance. They would not have won it, but move on. (laughs) Okay, you know, we're not getting into that, but, you know, but that's just how much of a different player he is because he could literally impact your team that much. Definitely. Uh, all right, so you should have something good for us next. Um, I don't really know what you would consider good, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with um one that I want to talk about, which is the Byron Jones deal, mm-hmm. because this man, uh, he, this is the definition of top dollar: five year, eighty two point five million dollar contract with fifty seven million guaranteed. That's did I miss that somehow? Fifty seven million guaranteed. Yep. No, that's the yeah. That's how much he's getting. Which, wow. And that, by the way, makes him the highest paid corner in the league as he passes or he just passes uh, Darius Slay, who's making $48.15 million with $23.1 million guaranteed. So, yeah, this guy is literally the highest paid corner in the league right now. I mean, yeah. they're according to Over the Cap, they're paying yearly the two highest corners in the league, the Dolphins yeah. with Xavier Howard. Oh my god! <laughs> so I mean, I mean, the dude is a stud, but the problem is, I mean, the first thing people are going to look at right away is his interception. He's got two picks in this whole career. I, I don't. That's because people don't throw to him. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's, what I, that's what I was going to say. Like, because I remember like Revis doesn't have as many when people say he's locked on corner because yeah, nobody threw it to him. So yeah, pe- people people bring that up so often. Yeah, that he only has two interceptions. But at the same time, the dude – but at the same time, you think about it, he only has two picks. One of them was for a pick six, which is pretty good. Wow. So, yeah, yeah when you're 50% on pick sixes on your picks, I'd say that's pretty good. But at the same time, um, I don't know. Total tackles, he's got 349. That's actually – that's pretty good for a cornerback because I know, I know there's that rumor that corners don't like to tackle, but I don't really know how true that is. Like, Since 2018, he's let up five intercept, five touchdowns in total. Oh, that, wait, that's, since when? Since 2018. Uh, it looks like uh, pro football reference that re, that I'm using, uh, advanced defense and fumbles only go back to 2018. Uh, it looks like he only let up five touchdowns. That's on, pretty good. <laughs> on uh, 80 and 64 targets. Wow, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a lockdown corner. So, and I mean, the, the Dolphins do need, like, corner was, like, a big problem that they had last year. I remember they would always get beat to the outside, so. And to the inside. For them. What? And to, and, and to the inside and to everywhere. Okay, yeah, so they, they didn't help on defense. <laughs> so, they, they, yeah, getting the guy's going to help. But, like, the thing with me is, like, I'm just looking at this financially, the fact that you have to pay Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, like, you better have, like, the number one defense next year if you're going to pay all that money for defense. Yep. And also, let's not forget, they got a quarterback issue because Josh Rosen obviously has not panned out. And Future MVP. 
Yeah, sure. Okay. And Fitzpatrick. What about Fitzpatrick? Fitzmagic? Story. Former know, MVP, in my opinion. Former MVP? Yes. For what? The season he had 31 touchdowns with the Jets? Something like that. <laughs> and still couldn't make the playoffs? Yeah. God damn it. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so like they got quarterback troubles. I mean, running back-wise, I think they're doing all right there. I forget who their running back is for some reason. I'm drawing a blank, my bad. But yeah, offensive-wise, it's it's a little shaky. So, But they did need help on defense. So Byron Jones does make sense because he is a lockdown corner. But yeah, the, the thing people are always going to bring up is the interception thing. So that's why this will be debated about. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and you're great for this? Yeah, but real quick, if you look at this from the Cowboys' perspective, like, there was no way they were going to pay him that much because they got to pay Dak and Amari this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was no chance. I mean, maybe they could have traded him. So, you know, like the Eagles did with uh, Slay, or, I mean, the Lions did with Slay. But, I don't know, I guess he just decided to just sign early. So, I guess they didn't have time to or something. So, I mean... This guy is a lockdown, so and it's it's easily like one of the biggest moves in free agency because he's making the most money out of any corner. So I'll give it a um I'll give it a B for now. I don't see this as I don't see this as a complete fail, but I don't see this like as an A plus just because like you know if you're adapting to a new system and let's also remember that Dolphin defense is going to be literally just him and Xavier Howard unless they get somebody else. Unless wait, did they sign Kyle Van Noy? Yeah, they did. Okay, so it's going to be yeah. him, Kyle Van Noy, and Xavier Howard. So maybe we'll see. We'll tr- we'll see how um this pans out for Miami. So my thing I'll- is on the surface, I was like, oh yeah, this is a good trade. Fifty four million guaranteed, and then you got forty six to Xavier Howard. I didn't realize how much I hated this signing <laughs> until I really looked at it. I mean, they got these guys for five years. Locked down, but I mean, at what cost? You're paying thirty million dollars to two guys, to two cornerbacks, uh, twenty-eight and twenty-seven. These aren't, you know, like twenty-five, twenty-seven. Okay, yeah, I guess. But still, twenty-eight year, twenty-eight. He's gonna be thirty-three by the time the contract ends, and they're gonna be still paying him sixteen million. Yeah, but cornerbacks also not like running back. Like you're not getting like drilled and hit on every single play. So. Yeah, I mean, but still, I just. I don't know. I, I can't agree with with the trade or with the signing. I, I don't think they should have done it. Uh, eh, I don't know. I, you know what? I'm going to say, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. If they could have gotten him for less, I would have been, like, you know, all for that. But you, you're going to have to overpay in free agency for like, yeah. certain guys. It's just a matter of fact. So, But the highest paid corner, that's where it stays at a B. For me, yeah, I'm not sure if he should be the highest paid corner in the league. There's the guy's definitely lock- better guys out there. Yeah, I mean, the dude is a lockdown, and I mean, I yeah, only giving up five touchdowns, but at the same time, that could be because nobody throws it to him. You know, next year, teams only start throwing it to him because he's in a different defensive system. And if you look at the history of top corners going to different defensive systems, it's not in the, that's not on his side. Xavier Howard's going to be targeted a lot more as well, so they're so. They'll be getting their money's worth on both of them because if you got two wide receivers out there, you got to throw to one of these guys. It's gonna be that's definitely gonna be a scary matchup. But at the yeah. same time, it's at what cost? Thirty million yeah. is the cost. <laughs> yeah, and you might not even be able to sign an inside uh, cornerback, and that's where they got beat a lot last year. So, yeah. 
But I mean, yeah, it's a B for now. Highest paid corner. Not too happy about that. Yeah. Alrighty. So to move on, we have our first trade. Uh, I believe this was announced Tuesday. Or no, this was this was announced Monday. It yeah. was pretty early on in it, and I I'd argue it's the one of the three biggest things that happened. All of them being trades. I don't think there's many bigger signings except for the one we're going to talk about. Uh, DeForest Buckner, San Francisco to Indianapolis. Insane. Uh, the I don't remember what pick it was exactly. Uh, I have to figure that out. But he's a first-round first, first round pick traded to them. Uh, and then he goes ahead and signs like a five-year, hundred-some-million-dollar contract earning $21 million a year. It was insane the re-signing was big it was the 13th pick and DeForest Buckner is a monster he is an absolute monster on the line that's all there is to say about him that he's dominant he had 14 QB hits last year 20 and 22 the years before uh in the Super Bowl he had a sack and a half last year he had seven and a half sacks in 2018 he had 12 sacks he's nothing to sneeze at uh, he's he's very dominant. He plays defensive end and defensive line, according to Pro Football Talk. He's definitely a defensive tackle, mostly. But uh, right. he, he can sure. play end. Uh, four, fumble, four fumble recoveries last year and a touchdown. So okay. he's dominant. And not only the stats. Defensive tackles never rack up a ton of, well, tackles. But they can really be dominant like he is. And to get him for a first-round pick, there is nothing else. This is, in I think it's pretty rare just to see... Player for pick. Uh, simple as that. And then they go ahead and sign him for $21 million. And as dominant as he is, trade's not great. Because as we talked about, we do not like this. We do not like this Philip Rivers signing. Or it's it's okay. Yeah, but I mean, not... you could have gotten. Okay, I do have to preface this with my quarterback rankings. I think Justin Herbert is overrated. Uh, I don't think he's deserving the sixth pick. I have him as my sixth quarterback in total from what I've seen from the tape I've watched. Uh, he's my yeah, sixth quarterback in total. Yeah, but I know a few uh, things. He, uh, he's kind of an overthrower, but we can talk about that. He, he makes day. far too many mistakes in my opinion. However, he's going to uh, be, be drafted sixth. So I think at 13, you could have gotten a Jordan Love. And yeah. uh, Jordan Love, I love his release. I, w- I like the way he plays, oh, yeah, you love and you book. could definitely get him at, <laughs> at 13 <laughs> compared to DeForest Buckner, who you're going to go ahead and pay $20 million a year to, and instead you get Philip Rivers for $25 million. Okay, yeah, see, I understand you there, but at the same time, like, th- they need defense on that team, so, like, the trade makes sense in my mind for that. They, they need defense, but at the same time, if you keep that money – you can sign reliable players. I don't like overpaying players. You can sign a lot of re- reliable players, in my opinion. And yeah, I don't think they're going to get the opportunity you, to do that. Yeah, but after all the stats you just said, I mean, I'm pretty sure that this freaking guy is pretty damn reliable. <laughs> I agree. He's reliable. But, I mean, they chose Eric. The 49ers chose Eric Armstead over him. So you're going to go ahead and pay him, you know, like 10 times what a normal defensive tackle is going to make? Yeah, but I mean, he's, he's making more than Geno Atkins, and we know Geno Atkins, Fletcher Cox, he's making more than all of these guys, and he's better. Okay, yeah. 
but let's but at the same time like we know or at least from what i've seen kyle shanahan's not the biggest greatest decision maker so okay that was that was mean um <laughs> as Stephen i would as Stephen a would say you're not wrong but you didn't have to say it uh <laughs> what do you mean i didn't have to say it Listen, out here. Like, oh yeah like no one else is gonna realize that the guy's like not the greatest decision maker if there's other people i'm gonna get to one after we're done here about another guy who doesn't know how to make decisions but please continue but i mean i don't know if it's just that i like jordan love <laughs> i've liked what i've seen from him but come on what are you doing out here trading the 13th pick uh and signing Philip Rivers. I don't know if they could have packaged something and then be able to sign a different quarterback, but I think if you combine those two moves, it significantly decreases how good this one was because it was a great move at first. I'd be willing to part with the 13th pick if they didn't sign Philip Rivers. So yeah. Solo, this move, I graded a B plus. But if you combine it with the fact that they had to take Rivers because of it, basically, it significantly moves it down to C minus. Yeah, I mean, unless was their philosophy to sign Rivers and then do it because they signed Rivers, like. Yeah, and I mean, DeForest Buckner, he's younger than anyone else getting paid. Uh, you know, you got Fletcher Cox, he's thirty. Geno Atkins is thirty-two. He's young, he, but he's not better than these guys. First of all, I like him. He's a good player. He's not better than these guys. He he's not the top defensive tackle, and I feel if you're not the best in the league you shouldn't be paid like the best in the league just because you happen to be a free agent this year and the cap went up uh oh, yeah true but if you combine these things just it's it's rough for the colts and i think this is a lot of why they've got philip rivers and it's, this this is why they got philip rivers instead of being able to draft a qb i don't know who came to them with a the trade but you get the call from kyle shanahan hey can we take your 13th for deforest buckner it's hard to turn down until you realize that you're stuck with 38-year-old Philip Rivers, that's when you got to realize you have to turn it down. Yeah, well, I mean, they did have other options, though. It's not like they just signed Philip, Philip Rivers. I mean, they, they had other QBs they could have signed or drafted, so... Yeah, so... That's why, like, it's, like... I, I, that's why I, like... I, I, I kind of disagree with you. I actually think the move's all right. Maybe, okay, the financial side is definitely a bad side of it, but, like, I don't, this, I don't think this is going to be a move they're going to regret in, like, two years. For four, four three defensive tackle, he's being paid $4 million than, more than the next guy. So that's what I don't like about it. That combined with the fact that they end up with Philip Rivers. So C-minus, um, trading first-round pick for DeForest Buckner, B, B-plus, uh, giving him $21 million a year and then signing Philip Rivers, that's what brings it down heavily for me. All right, all right, I, all right. I, I see what you're saying. All right, who, who are we going to next? Well, I'm I'm gonna get to this deal, and I think I'm just gonna let the uh, it's another trade since we're sticking with the topics of trades right now. I'm gonna just let the the trade itself speak for it. So, Houston acquires running back David Johnson, a 2020 second round pick, and a 2021 fourth round pick for a 2020 fourth round pick. And wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. What the hell are you doing, Bill O'Brien? <laughs> I don't think like, he could what? answer that question. What? I don't think he can answer that question. Like, what the? What is he thinking? 
okay, but okay. First of all, like before anybody sits here and tries to like makes me think is thinking that I'm saying like David Johnson like you know sucks. Okay, the dude doesn't suck, but like numbers don't lie. Ever since that year he had that 2,000 like yard rushing season, he I don't think he's gotten over a thousand since that year because he's been hurt every single year. Yeah, he he was my pick to win 2017 uh, MVP. First game in, just gets demolished. Yeah, and then, like, the year after that, it took him three weeks and he got demolished, and he just has not been the same since that 2,000-yard season. And he's also 28 as a running back. Like, that's when they start going down. And DeAndre Hopkins is, like, one of the best receivers in the league. Like, what am I missing here? Yeah, running backs running backs are a dime a dozen, in my opinion. You can just get them for a lot for cheap. You can get a lot of good ones. I don't know what they're doing out here. Like, oh my god! You know, you know what even like makes me more mad about this trade? They didn't even get a first round pick out of this. Like, are you kidding me? DeAndre Hopkins is worth two first round picks. No they gave up that. DeAndre Hopkins and Jadavion Clowney and didn't get a first round pick out of it. They traded you did Jadavion Clowney as well. Yeah, to the Seahawks and they didn't get a first round pick out of that. Oh, that's right, they did. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, what they get like a second, third, and fifth or something. Something like that, but I just it's just. David Johnson's earning thirteen million too. Oh my god, yeah, exactly. And you know what? You know, like, oh my god, this is great. You look at Hopkins' stats. <laughs> you know, you know how hard it is to get a one thousand yard receiver. This guy's done that five out of the seven years he's been in the league. He's gotten a thousand yards in a season. Not the he's, he's gotten three hundred yards reception seasons. Guy's yeah, crazy. That, yeah. Exactly. And also, touchdown-wise, the dude's a beast. He had 13 touchdowns one season. The, the lowest he's ever had is two in his rookie season, I think that was. Yeah. I don't think he, play, I don't think he played much. But Yeah, he only he had 52 receptions to, that year. Yeah, exactly. But, like, the years, like, the number five, you target him, he's going to produce for you. So why the hell would you send him off for David Johnson? I mean, like, I mean, okay, yeah, sure, David, okay, yeah, David Johnson doesn't suck, but, like I said, like, like, he's obviously on a decline, and then you get a second and fifth round pick out of it. You don't even get a first out of it. Mm-hmm. His like, catch percentage in 2018, 70%, and last year, 69.3, guys, guys, crazy. The dude's a freaking monster. And I mean, let's look, okay, I mean, like, here's another thing I don't understand. Name another Texans wide receiver right now. Uh, Will Fuller. Kiki okay. Kiki, I you want to know what he did last year? Uh, I, I he didn't do bad. They got to the playoffs. But no, I I understand what you're saying is well, they no, do I, not have a number one to replace him. Will Fuller is nice and all. He did very well complimenting DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins has missed two games in his career. Exactly. And now and, also, he, and now they're gonna have to play the entire season without him. Yeah, but also here's the thing, Will Fuller like. I had him on my fantasy team last year. The most points he got in a week was 11. Yeah, so, so again, he, he, he was a fine number two, I think. Yeah, but, but that's going to be your number one now? I'm like, who would their number two be? Kiki Kuti, I believe. Kiki, who the hell is Kiki Dupuy? <laughs> Kiki Kuti. Who the hell is that? <laughs> He's a young guy. He was uh, out of 2018. Kiki Dupuy, what the he had a uh, last year. He had a uh, 28 receptions. No, last year he had 22. 
That's your number two receiver, Bill O'Brien. I hope you're proud of yourself. While you're at it, go for it. Don't go for it on a fourth and one in Kansas City territory, but take a punt on fourth and four on your own 45. <laughs> While you're at it, go ahead and do that. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Just what I'm hey, oh Yeah, he's God. consolidating power out here. Oh, my God. Oh, they got Randall Cobb, I guess. Yeah. Oh, they did? Yeah. But still, oh, wow. no. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> They're yeah, telling he, me that he was gonna moss a thousand yards this year. Can he still? No, they. <laughs> can he still? They didn't even use him much last year. Yeah, they're screwed. <laughs> so I mean, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. Like I want, like I love that guy. I want to see him succeed. Yep. So is this a just a solid F for the Texans? Well, Arizona, this is an A plus. Texans. Yeah. What's lower than an F? Yep. Oh, I wait. guess. Wait. No, wait, no, wait, no. A, B, C, D, E, F. So, G. It's a G. Okay, you didn't go back to kindergarten. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah that, that's, def- that's definitely a G, which uh, yeah. basically means glip <laughs> in our, in our <laughs> terms, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, oh, my so, yeah, that, that's a major L right there, basically. Yes. Uh, it is incredibly an L. Say so yeah, it. They're screwed. I mean, I love David okay, Johnson. Okay, no, they're not. Okay, no, they're not screwed. But who knows? Maybe they revived David Johnson's career. But like, I hope so. Hopkins, I like the guy. Yeah, I do but too. At the same time, he's what, not DeAndre Hopkins. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. He needs to be removed. Duke is now your number two wide receiver. <laughs> Kiki Kuti. Listen a lot, because you'll hear it a lot when DeAndre Hopkins isn't playing. Uh, uh. But I mean that 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 Larry Fitz, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray should have a breakout year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially after like he didn't even do bad his rookie season. I thought he did pretty good. Yeah, he was he wasn't he wasn't really in competition for rookie of the year, but I mean he was certainly. No, he was like serviceable. Uh, under the radar, he did well. Yeah. So, so now he's got DeAndre Hopkins to throw to. So that that pick we got to um. Yeah. Bleh. All right, so on to another pick that uh, it's great. I'm gonna rate it again automatically. Ryan Tannehill back to Tennessee. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Okay. He's earning twenty nine and a half million dollars a year. Say that again. Wait. He's earning twenty nine and a half million dollars a year. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm being real here. He's got 118 million. <laughs> okay, well. Is it 62 of it? No, 91 of it guaranteed. 91 million guaranteed. Well, he went 8 and 3 last year. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, he went 8 and 3, 7 and 3 last year with, first of all, with Derrick Henry. His overall record is 40, 49 and 49. Oh, cool. Eli Manning Jr. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, he... he I, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I think, uh, please tell me that like they gave Derrick Henry at least some money, because wasn't he a free agent this year? Or yeah, they, they, they re-signed him, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they did? Okay, because I didn't really hear anything about the contract they gave him, because it was overshadowed by this Tannehill deal. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've, huh, Derek Henry back to the, they, they might have tagged him. 
Oh, they okay. Well, yeah, probably because they gave Tannehill all that money. Um, yeah, what are you gonna do with Derrick Henry now? You're paying him. Ugh, I listen, Tannehill, nice guy. He had a couple of good seasons. He brought Miami to the playoffs. Made the Pro Bowl after starting ten games last year. What? What? Um, don't worry, don't get me into it. Um. He threw 22 touchdowns in 10 games, all that stuff. But still, he's not going to be a $118 million quarterback. He's not going to win a Super Bowl. I mean, this is all, I think this is all like people really need to know. The game where they beat the Ravens in the playoffs, which is, you know, a great upset, he had eight pass attempts. Mm-hmm. Derek Henry eight. carried him in those playoffs. It, simple as that. Well, I remember, yeah, against the Patriots, he had like, 12 pass attempts. He did not do well these playoffs. It was like Tom Brady in his first year. Yeah, he you know? was carried by Derrick Henry. Exactly. Like, like Tom Brady was carried by his defense in his first Super Bowl. Um, yeah, and the cameras that were spying on the other teams. All right, all right. Listen, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into Tom Brady in, in a bit. Um, I, I had to throw that in. I'm sorry. Sorry. Now, Tannehill, he averaged uh, 9.6 yards per attempt of the league. I don't care. <laughs> like, he had a low <laughs> interception percentage. He's, he's never had it too high, except well, for the past few years. Well, he had low oh, friggin' interception totals and percentage rates because he didn't throw it much. The guy's never going to go back to the AFCCG. I'm, I'm willing to bet you anything last year was a fluke. Fluke and a half. The guy's never going to go back to an AFCCG. Well, I don't think it was I, a fluke. I mean, I, I feel like it was just like, you know, him and a better system because i've seen what yeah. Adam gates does to his quarterback so he definitely but, uh, i'll I tell you lamar jackson i don't think it, it, i'm going to guess ravens versus chiefs afc gg lamar jackson's not gonna let tennessee beat him again uh yeah because yeah, the dance yeah moment they beat him he put hit list derrick henry tennessee <laughs> yep that I, was the moment he lost he put that on his hit list for next year <laughs> Uh, like this year, he had 117.5 quarterback rating. Started 10 games. You can't really base much off that. In the past, he he's had 76.1 once. Uh, he's he's been a reliable guy that'll get you to an eight and eight record. That's it. So, so he deserves 118 million then. Yeah, I think this is a move. You know. I mean, I don't think it's an et move, but like I would give it a D minus just because it was either him or Mariota. Or Jameis Winston, you know, he's still available. Um, well, I, I would take Tannehill over Jameis Winston. I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but the 118 million. No, no, no. There's not many quarterbacks I'd sign for close to that. You know, no. I mean. To be fair, I'm just, pretty sure Matt Stafford's the highest paid one, and he's like. No, Russell maybe. Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger. Matt Stafford's not too far up there anymore. Matt Stafford's oh, below yeah. Tannehill. Matt Stafford's averaging $27 million a year. Just to give you some context on Ryan Tannehill's thing, Garoppolo's earning less. Carr's earning less. Breeze and Brady are earning less. R- Rivers, uh, Alex Smith, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, it's insane. So, so all these guys are like, earning less. So basically, like, every QB that's on a playoff team is earning less than him. Pretty much. And then one trader. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, I mean, the dude did save their season last year, so maybe they gave it to him as a reward. Derrick Henry saved their season. Don't give me that. 
Well, yeah, but Derrick Henry did play the first four games or five games when they were one and four at Mariota, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't like it. I just don't like it. It's uh, okay. So yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's it's too it's way too. I know I said before you have to overpay in free agency. This is literally going over the overpay. Yep. This is literally as if like he was a charity organization. They gave out money. Pretty much. And uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I don't like this. Pay I Mr. Mean, Trubisky. Go ahead and trade for Trubisky over this guy. Or he could be the eh, or trade for Foles. Oh wait. Oof. There's the, there's the <laughs> to that. Matt he walks in the room. Hell yeah. Uh, hmm. Wait, so yeah, what did you, you, didn't you beat Brady in the Super Bowl? Yeah. All right, let's trade for you. Uh, all right, all right. Yes, he beat Brady. Yes, everyone beats Brady. All right, do you have something good for us next? Maybe not a lot trade. <laughs> not a what? Yeah. Well, no, or, because in my opinion... This is the best move any team made in the postseason this year. That That is Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. 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 Now, for some reason, his uh, contract details aren't coming up. I don't know why. I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Yeah, we, yeah, we Teddy Bridgewater, $63 million in total, $21 million a year. I have okay. a three-year contract. Yeah. Okay. Three-year yeah, contract, no. 33 guaranteed. Yeah. No. Okay, yeah, thank thank you, because that is easily the best move any team made. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing people say that the dude has not proved himself to be a starter. He's never been given a freaking chance. He mm-hmm. played two seasons, and then he got he then he had that injury where he almost died. Actually, it was that bad. Yeah, he almost died. He said his leg. Yeah, that's how freaking bad that injury was. But like. Those two seasons he was in Minnesota with, okay, yeah, sure, he had a record, but, like, he was still good. Like, and, like, if you watch him play, and I remember when he was on the, uh, he was on the, the Jets for uh, those three preseason games, like, I watch him play, he is so good at, like, improvising so well, if yeah. you understand what I mean by that. Yeah. Like, because, like, I know a lot, like, I watch a lot of QBs, like, if the play's not there, they just say, like, screw it, and we'll try to force it or just throw it away. He will literally, like, get out of the way and extend the play so much, and he can extend it so well, which, for some reason, nobody seems to mention. He's, listen, in his three years, or two years in Minnesota, realistically, uh, through yeah. uh, 28 games, 6,100 yards, 28 touchdowns. He had he had quite a few interceptions. He had 12 his first year, nine his second year, but of course, developing quarterback. Yeah. Like, he's a great pickup. I would have loved for the Patriots to pick him up. Love the guy. Great story. Came back from nothing. I came back from almost dying, obviously. And what a pickup for the Panthers, because I've said it. Cam Newton's done. He's past his prime. He's past his peak. Well, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, think he'll get to another Pro Bowl. Yeah, he's actually trying to get traded, but I don't think anybody wants him. Yeah, nobody's going to give up much for him, maybe. Yeah, so I think they might just get rid of him and some desperate team will sign him. I, I don't know how much dead cap he carries. It's going to be a lot. But, I yeah, mean, that, that you get this guy for $21 million. Yeah, like, and I mean, yeah, sure, everybody's going to be like last year when he went 5-0 and and had nine touchdowns, two picks, and 1,384 yards in five games with the Saints. Oh, it's the Saints. It's Sean Payton. He's got all these... He's got all these weapons. I don't want to hear that, okay? Like, Prayers to Sean Payton, by the way. What? Prayers to Sean Payton. 
He's got coronavirus. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. My bad. Yes, yeah, so that's a great thing. You to, said uh, praise to Sean Payton. Okay, sorry. Not yeah. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Absolutely. I hope he recovers because the dude's like he's 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 had the worst luck out of any coach. Mm-hmm. So. Um. But, like, I'm, like, sick and tired of hearing people say, like, you know, he's not good or he's not a starter or he doesn't have the clutch factor. Like, he literally it, – it took him two years to make the playoffs on a Minnesota team that, let's be real, was not amazing. And they ended up winning the division the year they made the playoffs. And all right, and the playoffs – all right, they lost in the wild card. You can blame Blair Walsh, even though I'm going to blame uh, other things in that game. The fact that it was, like – three degrees out and the Seahawks who went to the Super Bowl that year weren't even like that good in that game. So, but like, I just remember watching yeah. the guy, like he is like, he's fluent in what he does. He's, he's a winner. Like, exactly. He's, and another thing that like, I really like about him is like, like I watch QB's play, like the moment, like the pocket collapses, they just eat it. He extends the play. And, and as you know, when I've seen when teams, um, defenses are playing against a QB that's got a lot of time to throw. Usually he hooks up with the throws and Bridgewater gives himself time to throw because he's so mm-hmm. elusive. Like I would, I mean, when I say I compare him to Lamar Jackson, I don't think he's going to break scrambling records <laughs> at all, but like, he's like elusive like Jackson is. Although I don't, but in my opinion, if the Ravens had Bridgewater instead of Jackson, they would have beat the Titans. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. But like, yeah, he no. averages three three point three yards per attempt through his career. Yeah, but like, it's like I'm just sick and tired here. Like Bridgewater is a good QB, and and I would have loved to see the Jets keep him and play him instead of trading him to the Saints for a third round pick. And that's a big reason he hasn't played the last two years because McCagnan is just such an idiot. But like they could have, but like <laughs> now he's playing on a Carolina team, like with Christian McCaffrey, who's easily the best running back in the league right now he's gonna provide a great safety net exactly so, so on these scrambles he's gonna have somebody to throw to exactly and maybe their wide receiver core is not the best but i mean like Devin funches is pretty pretty good yeah. um let's moving <laughs> on <laughs> what do you mean moving on why is he not there no i just don't want to diss Devin funches i said he's pretty good why <laughs> He's not. And also, but, <laughs> but they also don't have. But they're also going to have a, a new head coach who's going to be more offensive minded. So like that's going to help them a lot. So this moves an A plus. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't think it'll bring him to the playoffs this year. But I mean, I'm not expecting him to bring him to the playoffs. But I still grade an A plus. He's oh, ready yeah. to get his career back on track, take control of the team. I love this move. I oh, agree. I a plus. Oh, a I plus, plus. I'm a one up you. All right. You know what? It's an A plus infinity. How about that? Plus infinity. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> but yeah, great um, move. Nice job, Carolina. I <laughs> uh, just want to say something about the Saints, what everyone said. Please stop hyping Taysom Hill, media. Please. <laughs> I- I'm begging you. The Saints, what are you doing first round tender? Are, are, are you kidding? You think anyone's going to give up a first rounder for him? Are yeah. you insane? You know what? Maybe uh, Muhammad Sanu's got more passes than that guy. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe the Chargers because they got Tyrod Taylor. No, 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 no. I would take Justin Herbert over this guy. I would take hell. I take Steven Montez over this guy. Yeah, I mean the dude. I mean the dude's a bull. Like he's huge, but like I would definitely use him as a fullback or a running back. 
Taysom Hill, he's bad, 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 bad. No, he's, he's not. not no, he's not bad. He's not bad. He's a good running back. He's overrated. He's, he's nothing more than a glorified guy who can catch a couple passes every once in a while. You know, he's you know he's a good versatile player that can help them in situations. Oh, That's, come you know, on. Okay, I'm not saying. Okay, first of all, no, no team's gonna give up a first round pick for him. It, like, no, it, and no team should, in my opinion. But like, all right, yeah, maybe he is a little overrated now that I'm thinking about it. But he's not like trash. I mean, he's listed as a quarterback, but his rushing stats come up first. He's thrown six passes. I thought Sanu had six passes. Sanu's got like 13 or something. No, because he's got he's got a perfect passer rating. He he's like perfect. He's like six for six. I, I know this. He's like six for six, 185 yards and three touchdowns, and he's the only person in NFL history with a perfect passer rating. No, there's hundreds of guys with perfect passer ratings. No, I mean in his career. Julian Edelman has one, but anyways, moving on. Uh, oh no. So Sanu is seven for eight. With uh, uh he says for pass rating, oh, two hundred and thirty three okay. yards, four touchdowns. So all right, so he must have threw a pass last year that I forgot about. And of, of course we, Patriots gave up a second round pick in the stupidest possible trade they could have done. Moving on, my guy. Um, Receivers, but okay. When I saw this trade, I liked this trade for the Bills. Uh, Stephon Diggs to Buffalo. I was like, oh, hey, there we go, there we go. And then I saw the terms, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what are you doing, Bills? I mean, listen, I like Stefan Diggs. He's wanted to get out of Minnesota for a while. He puts, yeah. a, puts a bunch of crap on social media that just gets tiring. Yeah, but, uh, no, it does. <laughs> he's had a couple of 1,000-yard seasons uh, these past two years, especially with 63 receptions. He got 1,000 yards last year. That's just, whew. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How's that possible? Holy cow! That's insane. Um, with a longer 60. I'm sorry, I'm just bewildered over the stat. But uh, they got him and a seventh rounder for. Let me prepare. 2021st round pick, 2025th round pick, 2026th round pick, 2021 fourth round pick. What? (laughs) What? What? I'm pretty sure. I thought it was more than that because I thought they only have like a second, third, and fourth round pick in the draft this year. I think now they probably do. Oh, yeah. So. What? How do you think it's a good idea? First round pick, sixth. First round and the fourth, I'd say, to give up for Stefan Diggs. I like the guy. Obviously, I'm bewildered by this stat. 18 yards per reception. (laughs) I don't care. You can't give up four picks for this guy. I mean, I guess, like, what their philosophy is, like, their time to win is now. Like, they're not trying to groom guys up because, I mean, it is arguable how they lost to Houston last year. But, I I mean, I guess that's what their theory is. I'm not saying I agree with them. I'm just saying I I think that's what they're trying to do. They're definitely lacking in the wide receiver department. However, that first-round pick... There's a this with how deep this wide receiver draft is. You can get like a Antonio Gandy Golden in the fifth round. You can get I don't know. Uh, personally, I had KJ Hamler as a fit, I believe, for these guys. There's so many options for these guys, and then you I just mean, give up all your freak. That fifth round pick could have been so many wide receivers that they wouldn't have to pay so much for. But instead, yeah, but they do this. I mean, they're gonna own 14.5 million this year. 
Yeah, but I guess at the same time, they're also figuring, like, you know, those guys you might have to wait for, and they're also not as developed as Stefan Diggs is. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just so much capital. I, I And you got a young quarterback, so their time to win is in the next three to four years, but it is not like the Buccaneers, like, in the next two years with Brady, we have to win. It is taking it slow. All right, you're getting good, getting good. Last year, they got to the playoffs, played the Texans until Deshaun Watson did his Deshaun Watson things. Yeah, uh, okay. guy. All screw right, you, Bill O'Brien. Um, yeah, no, screw you, Bill O'Brien. Deshaun Watson deserves better. But this year, maybe they get a little further. Maybe they get to the divisional round. Maybe they can stop DeAndre, or Deshaun Watson from doing Deshaun Watson things. Uh, and then next year, oh, we're one piece away. Whoops, can't do it because we gave up so much cap and only could have picked up, I don't know, a good running back with our 22nd pick. Can't do it, though. What are you all right. doing, fellas? All right, I, all right, all right, all right. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, but like, like, but that's just the problem is, like, there's never going to be a trade where you're like, oh, it's perfect for each team. Like, one team's going to have to overpay, which is the problem. I think the DeForest Buckner trade was perfect for both teams until the money came in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but... Like, oh, man, this this Diggs trade, they gave up so much for him. It's great for Minnesota. Minnesota's loaded with capital now. That is true, and they're loaded with picks. Yeah. Well, that, that is capital. Well, um, oh, oh, I thought you said cap. My bad. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, don't, I, think they're, I think they're good on cap. Uh, well, especially, now they are because Diggs is gone. Yeah, I mean, I mean he was owed uh, – well, well, where was it? Where was it? $72 million in the next uh, four years. Uh, or give it guaranteed. All right. Well, I definitely know I'm, I'm picking up Thielen then next year since now he's their only like big receiver. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Thielen was Thielen was the number one, I believe, overall. Um, I think he was hurt last year is what happened too. Yeah, but I think overall he was their number one option. Yeah, but, but now he get more targets. So. And the Bills, I think they're scary. Unfortunately, if we do have Jared Steedham. And I think Patriots will have Jared Seedham starting uh, next GOAT. Uh, I think if they have him starting, Bills could take the division as much as I, 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 as much as I want to see it. I don't think Jared Steedham is going to lead them 16-0. So the Bills are probably going to have the division. If they're missing that one piece, who knows if they could have picked it up with a 22nd pick. You know? You yeah, know good, sure. good compliment to uh, Ed Oliver. Get that AJ Espinosa. Uh, I don't no idea how to pronounce his name, but that edge defender, um, AJ something. Oh, I know uh, you're talking about. Yeah, how do you say that guy's name? Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't scouted much of Edge other than Chase Young, but if you get him, you know. But no, now you lost your chance because you got uh Stefan Diggs, who yeah. was good, but he's he's earning top top fifteen money, and he's not top fifteen. That and also from at least at least from what I've seen of him, he's a bit of a diva, and that's oh for sure he loves that, to be like click click that, click I want to be traded. Yeah, that's been that those do never make a good splash on teams. Yeah, so from Minnesota, a plus for for Buffalo because of their need at wide receiver. C. Um, I don't like the trade. However, they desperately needed a wide receiver. Yeah, they gave up so, so much least, capital for it. So C, C minus. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, at least it was a trade for a need. Yeah, if they traded for a quarterback or something, that'd be different. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that, would, that would just be stupid. 
I mean, yeah, I gotta pay stuff on. I don't like it, but because it was a need, I guess I'll give it a C, and it will give them a push for the division that they'll probably end up being able to grab. All right, all right, you know, all right. I, I guess I can see that. All right. So we move on here. There really was not many other uh, free agent like big signings besides, you know, the Randall Cobb one, and there's a few. Few offensive linemen, but there weren't really any big names. So, and well, we we had one guy to the Saints. Oh, that's right, Emmanuel Sanders. It's true. That's that's gonna make uh, the NFC South very very interesting. I mean, yeah, but I mean, let's but let's be real. He's not the same as he used to be, but that's You're kidding. What Th- that that gives them the, in my opinion, a punch better than Tampa Bay, Chris Goodwin, Mike Evans. Uh. And right. I don't think he's being paid too much. I, I know he's gonna get a good amount, but uh. Yeah, he yeah. did have a uh, he did have a bounce back year last year. As he went from 367 yards to 502 with six more receptions and three touchdowns instead of two. So he did have a bounce back year. Yeah, he's played with he's played with a lot of different teams. He's played with Steelers, Broncos, 49ers. Uh, yeah. won a won a Super Bowl with the Broncos actually. Just didn't know that. Yeah, uh, he did. So that would have that been a second Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, that and the year before were his two best seasons when he had Peyton Manning. Uh, all right, so yeah, it's two year, sixty million dollar contract with incentives up to nineteen. So eight million dollars a year for Emmanuel Sanders, and you got Mike Thomas and Valvin Kamara. I like the move. B, because yeah, he's not young. Yeah, B, no, yeah, he's not. He's, but, he's know, not going to get any younger. He's a ooh, he's thirty three. So yeah, I give it a B. But I think also what's going to help him is the fact that he's playing on a team with a lot of offensive weapons, so he'll get mm-hmm. some more. I don't I don't see him making, like, you know, amazing plays, but, like, there'll be times where he gets, like, those wide-open passes on, like, critical third downs. Yeah, because there's a difference between playing with just George Kittle than when you're playing, and obviously way, way different from uh, Kittle and Jimmy G to Kamara, Thomas, and uh, Drew Brees. Yeah, and you're also playing with Sean Payton, who's one of the best offensive coaches I've seen. Yeah, he's, he's he's great. Um, so speaking of the NFC South, we're gonna go into our last signing. Yes, and you're all probably wondering why we haven't talked about this signing yet. Uh, I have a unpopular opinion of it. Well, that and also because we also wanted to uh, save this for last, because not only yeah. is this gonna be the most controversial. In my opinion, it'll be the most entertaining one besides the DeAndre Hopkins one. So all of you know out there that Tom Brady, his career with New England is over. His 20 years there have ended, and he has signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for two years for $30 million guaranteed in a $50 million contract. Now, I'll start off real quick. I'll make my thoughts quick here, but in my opinion – the the years make sense. The money, yeah, no, not really. I I, I would have went with Teddy Bridgewater. Isn't it all guaranteed? What? I think it's all guaranteed, isn't it? Um, let me look this up real quick. My bad. All right, while he's doing that, let me let me. Well, go wait, off. wait, wait, hang on. I, it's coming okay. up right now. Okay, fifty million dollar deal, according to Adam Schefter, a full guaranteed. Okay, so my bad. <laughs> Twenty five million over two years. What? God, Teddy Bridgewater. I'm sorry, Teddy Bridgewater would have been so much better on Tampa Bay. But yeah, my opinion, the years make sense, but the money not really. And I know you're dying to talk, so take it away. Okay, let me begin by saying, what the hell? 
What? Tom Brady leaves. All right. Listen, I'm a born and raised Patriots fan. I'm no bandwagoner. And that's why I am. Even though I think that's the year you were born. Yes, that is the year I was born. Thank you much. So I'm (laughs) going to say it. I am not rooting for the Buccaneers. I am not rooting for Tom Brady. I don't think he will do well out of Bill Belichick's system. I'm saying that. I know. Every everything you see on Patriots Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything you see is, you know, I wish him luck. I wish him to be good in Tampa Bay. No. Yeah. The one year they don't give him the weapons. No, we're not gonna root for him. No, we're not gonna root for the team that could get to the Super Bowl. No, 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 no. We're gonna root for the Saints to blow them out of the water. I am sorry. Tom Brady was my favorite player for the past twenty years, and now he leaves. You know, all you could imagine for for two years from a year and a half ago is him retiring a Patriot. That's all you could imagine. And now he's gonna go out and leave for the last two years just to get some more money. Just to get a little bit more guaranteed. He's married to the one of the richest supermodels on earth. Yeah, they they would have gotten him weapons. They would have traded Joe Tooney and gotten him weapons. But no, he doesn't want that. And no, no 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 no. He wants to go to the new shiny Buccaneers at forty three. They'll be paying a 44-year-old $25 million, and he's going to go out there, and he's going to, I don't know, fail. He's not going to fail. He's he's very talented, and he's a very good player. Uh, and obviously, you know, he, he brought us six Super Bowls, and I will still love him uh, unconditionally in my heart. It's just hard to admit that he's really gone. But come on, $25 million? For, like, I'm fine with $25 million the first year. I'd, I'd be happy to give him $30 million next year. You're guaranteeing him $25 million next year, though? Yeah. The year after? What, the, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. What, what are and you like, doing? But, like, the best also is, like, I mean, everybody says, like, you know, oh, their time is done or his time is done, Every that they've been saying that. Last year was the year where you actually saw a difference in the way he was playing. He had hor- He had a horrible squad around him. I'll be the first to admit that. But come on, you can't be paying this guy $25 million the year after next. I mean, or the year after this one. I mean, what are you doing? All right. I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, he had a horrible squad. But I'm going to go back a couple um, years, back to 2015, which was the year they lost to the Broncos in the AFC Championship game. That season, they had no wide receivers. And, like, they had no running backs that year. They had, he had a horrible uh, offense, and he still managed to get them to the AFC Championship game because that's back when he was playing, you know, with, how do you say it, pizzazz or something. <laughs> pizzazz? Yeah, I mean, he was, but, well, all right, he had, he was better because he was younger. No, 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 call pizzazz. I like that, I like that. All right. Actually, no, they had Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman, Brandon LaFell. They had a heck of a squad, and that's yeah, about let's it. Let's see. We but... had injured, injured, injured. Yeah. So... <laughs> At one point, uh, yeah, they had they had a horrible line. offensive line. They did have a horrible offensive line. Like I'm pretty sure Gronkowski at one point was their only receiver when they played Denver. So they had a few guys. They had I think Chris Harper and guys like that. It, well, <laughs> okay, it's, it's, yeah. But like you got what I'm saying I mean, though. Like last year, their squad was embarrassing. Yeah, but like 2015, he didn't have a good team, and they're still doing good. Like, like it's obvious. Like he's finally not playing good anymore i just can't believe that they that he's gonna leave on a pick six 
Okay, I don't think he cares about that. Okay, get that out of your head, Mel. I don't think he cares about no, that. No, no, no. He cares. Of, he should. I mean, it's it's Tom Brady. He's supposed to have that competitive factor that you don't see in all the other all these other guys. But then he's just going to end it on a pick six? See, this is exactly what I mean. Like, you were Patriot blind all those years. Everybody that wasn't a Patriot fan saw how much of a selfish dick he was. And, like, everyone knew that when the time came between him and Belichick that, like, he was going to choose the money over loyalty. So. I don't think he's going to do well without Belichick, in my opinion. I mean. Well, I'm not saying. No. No, absolutely not. But I'm just saying, like, I'm honestly. I was not surprised when he said he was going to leave at all. Like, because I'm just like, I saw this coming. Because I just saw how much of a dick he was. I was very disappointed that day. Yeah, but, like, when I saw I got released, everybody was like, oh, my God, what's going on? Oh, my God, this is nuts. I'm just like, I saw this coming. Like, I mean, some people some people are trying to pull off that bullshit. It was about um the whole thing with Garoppolo getting traded. Nobody mentions that Belichick threw that Super Bowl in 50, Super Bowl 52 to prove a point to Brady. Like, no one mentions that. Wait, what? You don't know about that? What? When they lost to the Eagles. Don't 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 go with a conspiracy theory like that. It's not a conspiracy theory. There's actually like evidence that he literally was proving a point to Brady that he needs him. And let's also not forget that there was um the whole time he was like you know arguing over well not arguing like they were trying to do a contract with him. He didn't talk to Belichick once. He was only talking to Kraft for the uh, contract. I just can't get up the fact that I actually think there's a conspiracy going on there. But moving on. Uh, okay, first of all, I'm not saying there's a conspiracy. I'm saying that, like, it's obvious he had tension with whatchamacallit. Yeah, there's, there's, there was definitely tension. Because I think he didn't realize how much he needs Belichick, and I think that'll prove it here. Well, exactly. Like, he thinks it's him, and Belichick thinks, well... I, I Listen, Brady is the most clutch him. quarterback of all time by far. Uh, what? Brady. Oh, He's the most what? clutch quarterback of all time by far, and he is the he is the GOAT, I'll admit that. But I think he's going to need Belichick to perform well. To perform at this at this stage in his career, he's going to need Belichick. He's not going to throw 4,000 yards. He's not going to throw for the 35 touchdowns. I just don't see it happening. Well, like, but, like, I, I, like everyone forgets, like, they went three and they – we know what the Patriots are like without Brady. We saw them go a whole season 11 and 5 with Matt Castle. We saw them go 3 and 1 with Jimmy Garoppolo during the deflate game. And Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Garoppolo got injured second game, I mean. That's right. <laughs> like we don't know what a season without those two together is like, but we know that the Patriots will do fine without him. We don't know how he's going to do without him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brady will do without Belichick. So that's why I'm excited to see how this is going to play out. But exactly, he needs Belichick. Like, Belichick yeah, I mean, the him. last time that he played to that Belichick was in college, and remember, he has a six-round pick. <laughs> a lot of that has to do with the fact that he didn't play much and yada yada. I know, but still, he was... A lot of people, I mean, like, you know, the cheating scandals will get you arguments for how he developed them, but the common denominator is that Belichick was there with him all those years. He was good. And Belichick made bad QBs good. For sure. So that's why, like, people need to realize, like, you know. I still think we're getting Trevor Lawrence next year, but it is what it is. I swear to freaking God if that happens. (laughs) You don't understand. 
You don't understand the amount of fury I'm going to have if that happens. But, yeah, it's... I don't know. I just don't like how they guaranteed him $25 million, not even this year, next year. Yes, all the entire yeah. guaranteed contract. I assume that's one of the one of the reasons that uh, he left. I think is no, I don't yeah, think Kraft would have made would have made a would have made it guaranteed. Uh, yeah. No trade clause, as if anyone's going to trade for forty three year old quarterback getting yeah, no twenty five million. And uh, oh, he can't be tagged after his contract is over. I read somewhere. So uh, you know, obviously well, that's an issue. Forty-four at that point. Yeah, he'll be forty-five by the time the next season starts. So it's, uh, he'll be so walking yeah. out there with a cane, like by the time that contract's over. Forty-five. That's still pretty young. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's rough. So but I mean, I, I don't like that move for either team. He left the team, <laughs> gave him everything. Yeah. And uh, like, what the, the Bucks are guaranteeing him way too much. I mean, I mean at the same time the Bucks do need a QB, so I I prefer Jameis Winston. Okay, now, okay, now, okay, all right, take take a sip of your drink, buddy. Like, the, rethink what you just said. I would rather take Jameis Winston. Anyways, uh, no, 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 stop. I, I'm I'm gonna talk about you. I'm gonna talk about this real quick. And people Jameis like, Winston got LASIK eye surgery. And he threw 30 touchdowns before that. Oh, what the freaking do? You want to know what he did all those years before the LASIK eye surgery that supposedly fixed up his vision? Even though we're not, even though there's a, there's all other things with him off the field. But I mean, you know. All right, we're not gonna get into that. Nothing. We don't know any of the details of that. But uh. Yeah, but here's the thing. So we got 22 and 15, 28 and 18, 19 and 11, 19 and 14, 33 and 30. There's a common denominator. He's hitting double-digit interceptions each year. LASIK eye surgery is life-changing. But, yeah, but, like, this is before he had eye problems. I think at max he'll throw 10 interceptions next year if he's with the right team. Well, he might when not even have a job. The right he threw for 5,000 yards this year. Okay, so clearly that uh, they didn't run the ball at all. I mean, he struggled with interceptions. That was about it. Otherwise, you know. Yeah, but was... that's a problem. Like, you can't do that. He's not going to again. It's it's a consensus that the LASIK is going to improve him among everybody, but apparently GMs. Yeah, but also from, yeah, but also, like, I've seen, like, videos of him, like, you know, mic'd up and stuff. He's not a good leader. Like, I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? Have you ever seen the video where, um, Quan Alexander loses his brother, and no, Jameis Winston was... immediately runs out. Jameis Winston's a good leader there. Okay, yeah, but there's other times where, like, that Saints game where he's supposedly injured, and he comes off the field and starts, like, touching Marshawn Lattimore, and then Mike Evans has to go in there and defend his quarterback. Mike Evans then gets suspended, even though Jets didn't do anything the next game because, God damn it, Todd Bowles. But, like, you just got your friggin' wide receiver suspended. And you're supposed to be injured. What are you uh, doing, man? What are you doing? He has struggles, but it is what it is. Yeah. I think I, he'll still be he'll still be uh I mean Brady's definitely better than Winston. I'm sorry, I'm disagreeing with you there. But, listen, man. 
But at the same time, Brady's not worth $25 million each year. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd pay him $30 million next year, but not, not the year after, by far. Yeah, no, they should have had it go down. But, yeah, no, but I mean, but the, you know what's funny? He probably went up there to Tampa Bay's like, all right, so who are you? Just wrote down Tom Brady. All right, here's $30 million each year. Or, you know, if they, or, or they probably did what you said, give him $30 million and then give him Wes the next year, and he just points to his name. All right, we'll make it next year, too. It's just, uh, man, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay didn't need a quarterback, but I still would have wanted Teddy Bridgewater. Like, he's, like, he was the best QB in that free agency class. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater was probably the best pickup. Um, I like, uh, I love Todd Gurley to Atlanta. Ryan Tannehill, I hate. Buckner. Buckner, the trade itself, I like. The uh, hours after the trade were not good. Yeah. And uh, Diggs, I loved for Minnesota. And originally, I liked it for Buffalo. I was like, hey, maybe you know that deal could work out. He wanted it out of Minnesota. Nope. As soon as I saw the uh, picks. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, the ones I went over, Byron Jones to me was a mad deal. I kind of. I mean, yeah, Byron Jones, that, that guarantee, along with the fact they're paying Xavier Howard that much. That makes me unable to grade it high. Yeah, exactly. The Philip Rivers one, we kind of went over that with the Forrest Buckner. It was like, I don't know what they're doing. Emmanuel Sanders, I loved. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that was, so that was a Bridge great Warner pickup, I think. Easy. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater yes. one was easily the best signing. So I think the top three, um, probably in this order, are Bridgewater, Gurley, Sanders. Sanders and Gurley interchangeable. Worst... I'd say, in my opinion, probably – oh, D-Hop, DeAndre yes. Hopkins, number one worst. Yes. Followed by – I can't okay. do three. Okay, listen, I'm, I can't say – I'm not going to say Tom Brady because I know I'm biased against him leaving, and I know no, it does provide them a I'll Super Bowl. I'll say Brady because like, – It I, provides I, them a Super Bowl window is my thing. I'd have to say Tannehill and Diggs are followed up if – Tannehill's second worst, I think. <laughs> It yeah. could be Diggs. It could, it could be Melvin Gordon. Um, it could yeah, be a but, lot. But the difference is Melvin Gordon, they're only paying him $16 million. Like Compared to what these other guys are getting, that's actually not that bad. Running backs aren't paid very highly. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, no, um, what I'm saying is like you got Byron Jones out here making like $82.5 yeah, million. Yeah, like Melvin Gordon making $16.5 million. Like, Freaking the sixth highest paid quarter running back. What yeah, the hell? I know, and you got Philip Lindsay already. What are you doing? I hate that. I, I got to put that as the third over the Diggs trade, and you guys heard how much I hate the Diggs trade. <laughs> I mean, so. yeah, but the Diggs trade, but I mean, at the same it time. It addressed a position of need, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the difference. Like, Denver did not need a running back, and no. needed a wide receiver. So <laughs> Denver did not fine. need a running back at all. Yeah, so that's why it does make sense to make that one more. Actually, there's a very good off-season move that happened that we forgot to talk about. Joe Flacco got waived. <laughs> oh, yeah, who saw that coming? John Elway made a mistake. Who saw – yeah, who saw that coming? John Elway making a mistake. Uh, everybody. When that, signed, when, that, when that got signed, everybody said it was stupid. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's actually a funny story about uh, Flacco with um, Garrett. I don't know if you remember him. I'll make this quick, though. But he was um, 
I was, it was Broncos were playing on prime time. I think it was opening week against the Raiders. <laughs> and I told him about how bad Flacco was going to be. And he didn't believe me. So during that game, you know, Flacco was terrible and they were losing like big. What else is and, new? What? Yeah. What else so is new? Texted, so he texted me. Literally, he texted me. He's like, he's like, man, you were right. This sucks. And they haven't even turned the ball over yet. Next play, he threw an interception. That that's Flacco for you. You can always bet on him. <laughs> next play, with the moment he texted me, that next play, he threw a pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to point out real quick uh, about that D hop trade. I didn't realize it before. Just looking up at the numbers. Uh, <laughs> they're pet. The Texans are paying David Johnson $13 million. They're also paying Lamar Miller $6.5 million. Uh, I think he's a free agent, though. And then Duke Johnson apparently got $5.2 million. So I don't know what they're doing out here, man. I, I love David Johnson, but what a stupid, stupid trade, Bill O'Brien. It's stupid, stupid. This is like the definition of stupid. <laughs> get it out. Get it out. I, I just, yeah. Okay. You want me to get it out? I won't swear. Don't worry. But I just – this makes no freaking sense. Like, the fact that there's actually uh, – they allow this guy to run the team when he makes stupid deals like this just infuriates me because I love Deshaun Watson. I, I, like, I love the guy. I love watching him play. He's such a nice guy. He's such a good player. Why do you have to do him like that? Why? Bill O'Brien, I don't know what, what kind of power-hungry whatever he's on. He's on something. I don't know what he's on, but he's got all the power, and he's not going to relinquish it. And uh, Hey, I was offensive coordinator for Brady. you got to listen to me. Oh, okay. What do we want to do, your majesty? Uh, we're going to trade our best receiver, yeah, for a second-round pick. Uh, fourth, yeah. What, what, what else? David Johnson. And we'll go up a fourth as well. Oh, cool. Why don't you just stab me in the balls? Yeah, um, no problem. We're going to not go for it on 4th and 1 at the Kansas City 20, but take a putt on 4th and 4 on our own 40. And their owner is like a 80-something-year-old. Her, her husband originally on the team, he unfortunately passed away. I don't see a change in GM coming. Yeah. So, so basically Texans the fans Texans are in are for a wild 20, 30 years. <laughs> So basically, the Texans were in the same boat that Blackhawks fans and Bears were. Blackhawks fans were in in the '60s, and Bears fans are in now. They're waiting for the owner <laughs> to die. Hockey jokes, I get it. No, um, no, no, no. I'm being serious. Like, oh well, waiting. that's morbid, but okay. <laughs> no, it's what the Bears are doing right now with uh, the McCaskies. But uh, yeah, Matt Nagy. No, I like Matt Nagy. Yeah, no, but the owner of the no. is like they, they're run by the McCaskies, and like they, they don't know how to run a football team. Not many owners do, so I'm thankful for Robert Kraft every day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he lucked out with friggin' hiring Belichick, who drew, who left after one day. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. So yeah, those are our not so hot takes of free agency. And some uh, hot takes. A couple hot takes, like uh, the fact that no, I will not be rooting for Tampa Bay because I'm a Patriots fan. What the hell is that? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, don't know what the, I don't know why people are doing that either. Like. Yeah, that's just just silly, like. Get the hell out. Um, that's what I want to say to those people. But uh, yeah, yeah really, so those are our things. Yeah, at least you, at least you have pride. I'll give you that. Listen, I like the Patriots. I'm, I'm. Listen, I know the Patriots fan base sucks. I hate the Patriots fan base. Yeah, um, thank you. It's terrible. In all honest, I don't, I don't I hate them. I, I love the Patriots and everything. But come on, fellas, Tom Brady is not God. He's, he's not gonna lead Tampa Bay to 16 and 0 season. You know, yeah, people are exactly. crazy though. Anyway, so yeah, that's about it for you today. 
Yep. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining in. Joe will be here next time, of course. Yeah, we'll and, make sure uh, of it. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. And uh, that was Inside the Locker Room. <laughs>